Are you stuck in a rat race of schedules, to-do lists, and other people's priorities? Maybe you can't even remember when the last time you felt fully engaged with your body, your mind, and your surroundings. If this resonates with you, then you are in the right place. I am Susan Sanders, and I'm here to teach you about sustainable productivity. Each week, I'll be coming to your ears with lessons to create a life that you can fully engage with. Some weeks will be bite-sized moments of inspiration and sharing. Other weeks will include guests and more in-depth looks at doing the right things in a way that you can maintain over time. Let's get started. Welcome to the Sustainable Productivity Podcast. I am your host, Susan Sanders. Today, we're talking about gratitude. Usually, before we get into the actual topic, we start with this week's glimmer. A glimmer is the opposite of a trigger. It's something small that brings you joy, contentedness, peace, or gratitude. Maybe we can say it triggers joy, contentedness, or peace. I believe those glimmers confirm we are on the right track towards making life sustainably productive. You may miss them or not trust them at first because you're used to feeling churned up and on fast forward. By talking about them each week, I want to cultivate these glimmers so you trust your instinct in finding small things or adjustments that create a life we don't feel like running away from. Cultivating them will help these small moments reveal themselves to you more often. Today's glimmer is all wrapped up in this topic, so I'm going to punt the reveal of the glimmer to later in the episode. On to today's topic of gratitude. Just in time for Thanksgiving, which is next week in the United States, the day where American women have unrealistic expectations about perfectly cooked dinners, tables that look like they were set by Martha Stewart, and children who are delighted to go around the table and announce what they are grateful for. Or maybe you are like I am today while I'm recording this a few weeks before this airs. I am grumpy that it's a beautiful fall day and I am stuck inside working. I'm crabby because I had a fantastic rhythm of work going for a couple years and I blew it up by changing day jobs, taking on more volunteer work and getting a puppy. Yes, these are all things I have gushed about for the fact they make my life sustainably productive at one time or another. And now here I am grumbling about them because I'm overwhelmed and feeling a lot of pressure. Can you relate? (laughs) Well, today I want to give you a bit of relief with my go-to tool. That is gratitude. Sure, it may feel cheesy and cliche to you, but often cliches exist for a reason. Because they work. Let's take a look at why gratitude can help when we are feeling overwhelmed and crabby. First, let me give you a high level overview of what science has proven that gratitude can do for you. Gratitude can shield you from negativity, make you at least 25% happier, rewire your brain, eliminate stress, heal, improve sleep, boost self-esteem and performance, enhance the law of attraction, that's my favorite, and improve relationships. Sounds great, right? What woman out there can't use at least one of these benefits? Truly, I think I need all nine of these today. Ironic that this is the topic that I had slated to record about today, right? That is why I had to make the podcast topic my glimmer. 
Before I came up to record, I told my husband, Paul, that I was going to have to shut down Sustainable Sue business because I just couldn't do it all. Then I took about 15 minutes to do a little reading and a little breathing before giving myself one hour to work on this podcast. One hour to do nothing else. If I did not finish or just made crap that I was calling art, that was okay, but this hour was for podcasting. I opened up my laptop to the app where I organized the podcast details and saw that I had gratitude scheduled for today. I laughed and acknowledged the universe's way of cajoling me out of my grumpy pants and decided not to blow up the small business that I've been cultivating for five years. Cultivating at the same rate as a sloth at the DMV, but you know, it takes what it takes. That is exactly what sustainable productivity means. That brings us here. I was crabby. The universe conspired to make me talk about gratitude, which led me back to my mission to help you create a life you don't need to numb out and escape. You can see what I mean by this being a glimmer, right? This is a trigger to bring me back to joy, contentedness, peace, and gratitude. And I want gratitude because I want all the benefits I listed before. Shield from negativity, make me happier, rewire my brain, eliminating stress, healing, improving sleep, boosting self-esteem and performance, enhancing the law of attraction and improving relationships. I want all of that. So how does that work and how do we get it? First, let's turn to how does that work? The first way is hormones. I tell you what, hormones are crafty little buggers that seem to have their hands in everything we do. Expressing gratitude, whether it is verbally or in writing, boosts dopamine and serotonin, the neurotransmitters in the brain that improve your mood immediately, giving you those positive feelings of pleasure, happiness, and well-being. Researchers have shown when we practice appreciation, our bodies release the oxytocin hormone, which expands blood vessels, reduces blood pressure, protects your heart. You may have heard oxytocin called the love hormone because that's what is released early in relationships. That's what we feel that surge of love at first sight or early in relationship when we're just completely infatuated with that other person. Oxytocin deepens our relationships and helps us feel more connected to others. It also supports us in building a network of family and friends, which results in a longer and healthier life. The second way is our brain wiring or our neural pathways. Researchers at the University of Southern California conducted a study where participants underwent what is called a functional fMRI or fMRI. While they were in the MRI tube, they were told stories of survivors of the Holocaust because many of the survivors report being sheltered by strangers or receiving life-saving food and clothing, having strong feelings of gratitude for such gifts. The participants were asked to place themselves in the context of the Holocaust and imagine what their own experience would have felt like if they received such gifts. For each gift, they rated how grateful they felt. While they did this, the MRI machine was collecting data about which areas of the brain lit up. Researchers found that gratitude ratings correlated with the activity in brain regions associated with moral cognition, value judgment, and theory of mind. Now, that seems like a really fancy way to say the positive areas in our brain. 
So thinking about gratitude fired the regions of the brain with the positive aspects. And remember, in episode 38, when we talked about stress resilience and telomeres, well, practicing gratitude slows the effect of neurodegeneration, which is the shortening of those telomeres, and can lead to decreased inflammation and lower blood pressure. The third way gratitude helps us physically is sort of an upward spiral. Research shows that people who express gratitude are more likely to share the feelings with others freely, offer emotional support and assistance, and forgive more willingly. Being grateful is easy and has an impact on the people around us. When showing someone you appreciate them, you're encouraging them to respond in nice ways towards others, creating a chain reaction of positivity, if you will. Here is what Dr. Kristen Francis, a professor of psychology and a gratitude researcher, says about this. Quote, have you ever noticed how it makes you feel when you buy someone a gift or compliment them? This feeling is supported by science. When you are nice to others and think kind things towards them, your emotional mood becomes more positive. Researchers have found that those who experience more positive moods have less anxiety and tend to view situations more optimistically, unquote. The good news is that we can help these neural pathways in our brain strengthen and ultimately create a permanent, grateful, positive nature within ourselves. This break is brought to you by you. Thank you for hitting play on this episode. I know you have so many choices of podcasts and I appreciate you listening to this one. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. The more you share the messages about sustainable productivity, the more we can create a world where we are all more engaged in our lives. Now back to the show. One of the quickest and surest ways to rid myself of my grumpy pants is to get into an attitude of gratitude. Before the break, we learned that there are chemical and neurological reasons why. Now let's look at how we can practically bring this into our lives. Number one is a gratitude journal. This is unlikely to be a newsflash to anyone listening. I mean, Oprah told us about this in the mid 90s and even sold us a gratitude journal. I'll link to that journal in the show notes, but alas, it's a cliche because it works. Jotting down five to 10 things you're grateful for every day can help rewire your brain and improve the hormone response to your to boost your mood. I do this every day in my five-year journal. I'll link to that so you can see more about it, but basically you have the same, you have five entries for the same day. So I've done this for years and it makes it fun to look back on what I was grateful for, for example, four years ago today. Uh, Number two is a gratitude group. If you want to take this gratitude journaling a step further, you can join or create a gratitude group. This is a small group of people who exchange their gratitude list regularly. Just by texting it to someone else, you may up your accountability. Number three is alarms and reminders. Doesn't it seem like most habits come back to this? But it's true, like establishing all habits, starting something new is hard. Even all these years later, I still rely on a reminder on my phone to do my daily gratitude list. You could set an alarm or reminder on your phone to ping at the same time each day to remind you that you want to jot these items down. 
one thing I learned is to set that timer for when I can usually do that gratitude list. And for me, that's around seven o'clock in the evening because 99% of the nights were already collapsed on the couch by then. If I set it for, let's say, 10 a.m., I would miss it probably 80% of the time because I'd be at my day job and likely in a meeting, not able to break out my gratitude journal. Number four in practical tips on how to get into an attitude of gratitude is to make it easier to do than to not do. So let's assume you want to do a gratitude list. You decide to use a cute notebook you found in a drawer and you set your reminder for 7 p.m. If that reminder pops off and the notebook is not in front of you, the likelihood of getting your list completed that night just dropped by a crap ton. And yes, crap ton is a statistical term. Give yourself a break and set future you up for success. I keep my journal on the coffee table near where we watch TV so I can reach out and get it without upsetting the puppy who is asleep on me. If you do your list first thing in the morning, Put it on your nightstand or on top of the coffee pot. Make it easier to do the gratitude list than to avoid the gratitude list. And number five is to join the Gratitude Jumpstart program. I want to help you get going on your gratitude. It can be life-changing. And so I have created a five-part series to help you understand gratitude and be inspired to deepen your gratitude practice. This is a self-directed gratitude study that will be delivered to your inbox every few days for a couple weeks. I know it's hard to start a new habit and my intention is to support you in a way that feels sustainable to your busy life. This program is free and only open to join until Wednesday, November 22nd. So go to sustainablesue.com gratitude to learn more and sign up. Let's recap this short episode. When I started recording, I was wearing my Krabby Pants and reviewing all of this for you today has really helped lighten my mood. Gratitude can do that for you too. I want that for you. It changes the chemical profile of hormones. It creates new neural pathways in our brain. The upward spiral of sharing gratitude can make you more likely to continue. You can do this through a daily gratitude list with yourself or others. And I would love to help you if you join the Get Started with Gratitude program or just set a reminder on your phone to start today. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. Until we meet next week, remember to create results in a way that you can sustain and that are productive for you. Thank you for your time today and each week. I truly am grateful for you, listener. Thank you. You have just listened to the Sustainable Productivity Podcast. If you liked what you heard, you might like what you read. Come to SustainableSue.com to read more and subscribe to have the weekly message sent to your inbox. You can also get show notes, including links to things discussed in the episode there. SustainableSue.com Consider sharing this episode with a friend. The more you share the message about sustainable productivity, the more we can create a world where we are all more engaged in our lives. Keep going, friends. As Devin Durant says, small efforts sustained over time can produce significant results. Have a good week.